Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Dear Homeschool Mom. I am Sarah Williams. I am your host. I am Dear Homeschool Mom, creator and founder of DearHomeschoolMom.com, a platform where I debunk myths and answer questions about any and everything homeschool and education related. And I'm also an educational consultant. I am so excited to be with you today. Um, This is the third episode of Dear Homeschool Mom and um, today I want to talk to the homeschooling community about what it means to homeschool but in particular let's do this boot camp style. Let's go boot camp 101 style and let's just hash this thing out because like so many things in this life you have to make a choice and so you make the choice to homeschool and initially like with some choices we doubt but you have to just trust yourself trust the process and align yourself with people who can help you so I'm glad you're here I can help you and whatever I don't know I have guests that will be coming on and I have resources um, so that when you reach out to me at dear hsm mom is for the the m is for the mom dear hsmom at gmail.com when you reach out to me um, via email or if you visit my website dearhomeschoolmom.com or reach out to me on facebook at dear homeschool mom i am able to provide you with a plethora of information to support you so once you make the choice to homeschool let's talk about this from two different angles because there are multiple angles that you can make this decision um, based upon. So angle one would be that you have never sent your children to school. So this is just something that you've decided to do after much thought or maybe not a lot of thought, but it's just on your heart to do this. Um, it seems to be a good logical choice for you and your family, or you are from another angle, maybe your child is has been in school is currently in school and you are looking to pull your child from school Um, so whatever your angle is wherever you're coming from this session um, is definitely for you this episode is going to help you because um, this is the time where you have to get the backing that you need in order to make sure that this is Um, a successful outcome, um, especially from the onset. I think that it is so important to have such a strong foundation because like building a home, if you build a house on quicksand, let's just say that we all know it just wouldn't happen, right? So with this homeschooling piece, first you need to know your why. So why are you deciding to homeschool? That why is going to bring you back time and time again, reel you back in because there are going to be times, fortunately and unfortunately, when you feel as though you sincerely don't know why you made the choice to homeschool. It just seems like it's just so much easier to put the kid on the bus or just to walk them to school and let someone else do it and you can just have your day free or you can work or whatever it is that you do. But you got to know your why. You have to go back to your why. Is it because 
you love your child and you want what's best for your child and you know that no one else is going to do it for you the way that your child uh, needs it to be done, whatever that thing is. Is it that you are not satisfied with your school district? Is it that your child definitely is needing some extra attention that you know is not going to occur in school? Is there a concern for safety? Is it religious affiliation? There are just so many different things that could impact your why. Keep those on the forefront and your why may change from time to time. And that's okay too, but definitely keep it on the forefront. Um, So yeah, you're home and now what? So you have opted to home educate. Well, if you're pulling your child from school, and that is um, a whole nother episode in itself that I will definitely be doing within the next couple of weeks. But if you decide that you want to pull your child from school, um, there is um, withdrawal that needs to go on through your local board office or through um, your private school office, whatever it is that houses um, the human resource department of students you definitely want to go that route to make sure that you have withdrawn your child from school adequately and then in turn you are going to do a little research and you are going to provide your school district with paperwork this paperwork is going to go to your public school district. So even if you're pulling your child from a private school, the affidavit and or this paperwork that you are going to complete called notification of intent in some states, affidavits I've seen in other states, all it is is telling this school district that you are not being truant that it is your intention to home educate and it is going to ask you some questions on there and with In that document, you are solidifying the fact that you have made the choice to home educate your child or your children. So from there, and it does vary state by state, you fill out uh, the form, you turn it in, and when you turn it in, you are going to either get a receipt for it, or it will be date stamped, or it is going to be... Um, actually hand delivered and you might receive a copy of it or you can get it mailed um, and do that certified whatever you decide to do make sure you have a copy for yourself it is imperative because you never know when the district might ask you why is your child not in school? And you're saying, um, why are you asking me that? And second of all, I turned in my form, but you didn't receive receipt that the form was rendered to them. It's very important that you have your ducks in a row with that. So definitely keep that in mind. Know your rights. Know your rights. Know your rights. Do your research Our family is a member of HSLDA, the Homeschool Legal Defense Association. However, um, you can have your own personal attorney, of course. You can do whatever you want to do. Just make sure that you are protected and that you know your rights, your state's revised code. What does your state education department say about home education? Know that well. And get all of that out of the way so that you can begin enjoying the process of homeschooling. 
as you embark upon homeschooling, you're going to find a plethora of things that may make you want to scream. But it's okay to scream, but just reel it back in because there's so much out there. You're never going to know it all and you can never do it all. So the best thing to do is to take a deep breath and to decide what works best for you and your family. Explore a little bit. If you get overwhelmed, stop and just kind of start over again. I have to say there's nothing better than just using the library as your best tool for what you teach. The children also are going to tell you what to teach because a lot of times it's what they're interested in that will guide what is researched and what is taught. And then think about the fact that there is a process in which you have to be honest and open with the fact that what your child wants to do you may not want to do and vice versa but if you can find some common ground and if there is something that you definitely want to teach and instruct then I think that that is fine however it's still important for voice both from the parental and the child and or student point of view. So keep that in mind. Additionally, as you are home educating, it is important that you don't feel like you have to defend yourself to others or that you have to define what your family does with a title. So um, there are so many different philosophies and methodologies out there that it is just mind boggling that you just can't be teaching why do you have to say that you're an unschooler why do you have to say that you're de-schooling why do you have to say that you're eclectic or that you utilize Waldorf or that you are Charlotte Mason or that you are just you I, I it's there's just so many out there classical I, I mean it just it goes on and on and on and so just knowing what works best for you and your family, it just works best. And that's it. You don't have to explain it. The other thing is that you want to make sure that you keep work samples of everything, keep a little portfolio, and you want to, for some, actually document time that you are spending doing these different activities as well as evidence of things going on in your children's lives whether it's receipts from classes or whether it is a diorama or a project that was created whatever it is that your child is doing to demonstrate learning as long as you have something to show your assessor at the end of the year which needs to be a licensed teacher in your state um, that you meet with and they sign off on an assessment tool, a sheet of paper usually in most states that just says that your child has adequately mastered or completed the school year at their grade level uh, to the best of their ability. Uh, at least that's what it says in, in my state. So you would want to make sure that you're following all of these uh, different things um, and that you don't worry as you go. Just 
do. And if you don't have a lot of things saved at the end of the year, that's okay. As long as you have something. And as far as testing and an assessment is concerned, why you can always show that they're learning by writing samples, by actual quizzes or tests that you give them. Online data. I know that I use um, an online math program that has data saved for us and sends us certificates every week um, so that we're able to actually look at the data. And that helps us a lot to gauge what our children are doing. Um, additionally, you have an opportunity to collect work samples through folders um, and then also through a binder or through an accordion file. Some people just slap things in a cardboard box right quick and that's okay too whatever works best for you I guess what I'm trying to tell you is at the end of the day people there there is no right or wrong you have to do what is best for you and for your family so I am going to look forward to talking more in depthly about the process as we go but that is just a head start because we are going to be talking about curriculum choices, great books as resources that are out there, talking about so many different things to help guide you on your way. What about homeschool co-ops? What about socialization? How do you know if they're learning? What about when you don't have family support? What about when the money is running low because it's sacrificial that there's probably just one person in the household that's working? Or what if you're a single parent? And you still want to homeschool. We, there are just so many different fun topics I'm so excited to talk to you about. There is so much out there waiting to be discussed. And so I just thank you for listening in. And again, look forward to talking to you again. Thank you to all of my followers. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you and want to provide you with the best information to support you on your homeschool journey. So again, until next time.